Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. On today's episode, we shall be chatting, I shall be chatting, about overcoming podcasting's creativity paradox. That's a lot of words you use there, Evo. What do I mean? Well, let's define podcasting's creativity paradox. The paradox is straightforward and simple. You, you need to be creative. If you are a content creator, and we podcasters are creators of content, you need to be creative. However, you can't be too creative. Let me give you an example for those that are somewhere in the neighborhood of my age. Here's what the creativity paradox really, uh, here's an example that really brings it home, I think, at least for me in, in the musical world. Um, you want to do new things for new people. You have to continue to reinvent that thing that you are. You always want to be refreshed and, and exciting and interesting. Not only appealing to your existing fans, because you want to do that, but also trying to attract new fans, because things change. The way we, as a general large group of humanity, consume content, the things we want to consume change over time. So here's an example of the of the creativity paradox. Steve Miller Band. For those of you who liked the Steve Miller Band back in the 70s, cool, cool, cool stuff, right? But there's a big difference between the Steve Miller Band singing about the space cowboy to the Steve Miller Band singing Abracadabra. Uh, that was a reach, obviously, for Steve to uh, the, the Steve Miller Band to try and reach a new audience with the new disco-y type sounds and whatever. And I'm not so sure it worked very well. So that's the paradox, right? I mean, how do you how do you stay relevant? How do you stay how do you have to stay new and current yet also make sure that your existing fans are happy? That's part one of the paradox. Part two of the paradox has to do with the content itself, especially for for my clients. The people that I work with are typically businesses, although not all. Typically businesses, typically service providers, professional service providers. So they can't stray too far from the type of content they, they, uh, they produce, which is a challenge because with podcasting, we have no rules. There isn't a show clock we're trying to go up against. There isn't really a formula that you have to rinse and repeat on all the time. You, you can kind of do whatever you want with this format but you can't do whatever you want with the format, changing it constantly because your audience still has expectations. The potential audience still has expectations. So it's tough to be creative when you have those expectations set. I guess they're similar to the, the, the two things I talked about, but 
that to me is the big paradox is that you could really do anything you wanted, but you can't do anything that you want because the people who are listening or the potential of listening have certain expectations. So what do you do in these, in these situations? A, a lot of people that I speak with about podcasting, one of the reasons that they don't get into podcasting is because it is strictly because of those lack of rules and that lack of format that requires them to be too creative. Now, you don't have to be super duper creative if, if you don't want to be, right? I mean, there's, there's no rule that says, well, here we go again, that, that you have to follow no rules. You can certainly go and do your own thing if you want to, but I think a better play is try and, you know, kind of copy what, what someone else is doing, but, but obviously make it your own, which is, which is tough for a lot of people to do. Again, that paradox of how do you copy someone and also be creative, adding your own self into it. And there's not a magic bullet for things like this. So my, my recommendation to someone who is not podcasting because they're afraid of all the choices they can make is, well, don't do that. Even though we don't have to set a, for example, a length, set a length. Say to yourself, I am not going over 15 minutes, 20 minutes, two minutes, whatever you want it to do. Setting an artificial, and it's completely artificial, constraint on the time will help you become creative. Ooh, what? How can you have constraints to help you be creative? Well, I'll give you a real world example of that. There's a two types of presentation styles out there. One is called Ignite. The other one is called Pecha Kucha. And with both of these, there are very strict and rigid formats. With Ignite, the one I'm the most familiar with, every 15 seconds, you have 20 slides, and every 15 seconds, those slides automatically advance. You can do whatever you want, in there, but that's going to happen. Your, your talk is over in five minutes, and every 15 seconds, a slides advance. Ooh, what do you do with something like that? And let me tell you, the amount of creativity that can come out of that format with that constraint really, really unleashes the creativity in people because you don't have to think about, well, how long should this be? How much should I talk? That, that, is, that is dictated. It is dictated. You can only do it for this long. So one of my biggest tips for overcoming that paradox that I talked about in creativity is put artificial constraints. And maybe it's not length. Maybe it is this. Maybe you do an interview show. I'm just spitballing here. An interview show. And you're going to ask three questions. And only three questions. Now, that doesn't mean the exact same questions. I see a lot of people making that mistake. Don't ask the same three questions because then you're putting the creativity either on your guest or on your producer to find out something that's neat. But if you want to exercise your creativity, which I think you should, you're going to ask that guest three questions, but only three questions. Which means you have to go through and do research. You have to understand what's the really good stuff to get to it is. But when you do that, I think you'll find yourself unleashing a little bit more creativity because you're thinking about things creatively. You know, creativity doesn't mean necessarily author of fiction stories or fantastic artist or other sorts of things. You can be creative with anything. Science is creative, you know? It's problem solving. It's really getting to understand what you can do, what, what the constraints are on things, and then you get to be creative inside of those uh, individual constraints. 
You can be very creative, I think, with your artwork. Since I brought up art, I might as well talk about that. That's a great place to be creative. You still have constraints, right? It's got to look good the size of the postage stamp. It's got to somehow convey the message of your show in one set static image. That takes a lot of creativity. And even if you're not the artist doing it, you've got to work with an artist who is, or a graphic designer. Together, you have to be creative to come up with that. And remember, it's only going to be a single image. That's it. Takes a lot of creativity to work with. I think you can be creative when it comes to how you describe your content, which I've talked about a lot here on the show, more than just simply putting out an audio file. But how you describe that content, titles and descriptions, those sorts of things. Also, social sharing. When you write the tweets and the Facebook updates and the LinkedIn's, or the Tumblr's, or whatever else, as you're creating and crafting that, you can be creative. As opposed to just dumping the title in a link. Blah. Boring. But you got to find time to do all of that. You got to find time to do it. And that's why putting artificial constraints. So I, the title of this could have been artificial create artificial constraints lead to creativity. But they absolutely do. And I think it's absolutely critical for podcasters to embrace those constraints and not go so far outside of them that they have a problem being creative because suddenly... They can be too creative. And yes, there is such a thing of being too creative when it no longer works for your audience. That's when you've stepped over the line. Jump the shark, perhaps. Hey, I love helping businesses solve these problems and figuring out why creativity and constraints go hand in hand. If you need help figuring that out for your podcast, contact me, evo at podcastlaunch.pro. I launch podcasts. Go to podcastlaunch.pro. Take a look at the information I have there and get in touch. All right, guys, I'll be back tomorrow with yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic healthcare need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, 
Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, abortion.cafe has information about where to find clinics. Four, plancpills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.